Jonathan, you got in the back there? Okay, we're going to start paragraph V. See how far we get. Paragraph V, Allah Aleph. Arba ve'esrim dvar ma'akvin esachuva. There are 24 things that are ma'akiv that I want to point out. Ma'akiv doesn't mean it's impossible. Have you got paragraph V? I don't know what page is on by you. Ma'akvin just means it makes it difficult. And we'll see why soon. Mati, we have a copy here. Up front. I hope it's true. Abba mehem, oven gadol, vaitsa echa mehem, enakar baruchu, masbik biyadalasas chuva lafi gadol chetoi. The first group, first four, are such serious averis that because of the nature of the averis, akar baruchu is not masbik biyadu. And even though I said ma'akvin doesn't mean it's impossible, if Hashem is preventing a person from doing chuva, that's a pretty, pretty serious state of affairs. Aleph, HaMachti Yisarabim. Machti Yisarabim, the classic example is Yerav Menavot, but it doesn't limit itself. He obviously is Machti, the entire Sarasashvatim, or 99% of them. Uh, I unfortunately would assume that Machti Yisarabim is a person who uh, goes out of his way because he feels bad about not doing certain things, and he goes and he gets other people to get involved in his Averis. So if a Rabim is two or three, and he has a few people he's uh, getting involved in his shenanigans, that already is a, is a problem. It doesn't mean it's, it's not un, undoable because um, we know many people when they weren't from or even a Shana Pirish because of their, uh, certainly a Shana Pirish is their guilty conscience, so they're going to go get other people involved and then they become from and then sometimes the other friends don't come along. So you see that it's possible, just makes it very difficult. Yes? Yes, that, that's why I'm pointing it out. It has to mean that Hashem is, uh, there are going to be many roadblocks in the way, it's going to take a lot of mysterious nevish. But Yerav Menavot is the classic example, and Hashem offered for him to do tshuva. So it's a funny thing for in Hashem Maspik, so Hashem offered it to him. The answer is Hashem offered it to him. But when he said, remember the famous uh, Chazal, that when he asked me, Baroish, so Hashem first told him, me, you, and Ben David, Ben Yishai. And then he said, Me Barish, and Hashem answered, David Barish. So most of Madaik, if you look at the first offer, he was before Ben Yishai. He just wanted to hear it again. He wanted to make sure. That's, not, that's the nature of his Redifus covered. So Hashem did offer it, but Maitza, it, uh, it was extremely difficult. Yeah? It's possible that, that maybe what Masvik the other means that to, in order to do a full shuba, he has to fully undo Yes, that happened with Menashe, by the way. Menashe did tshuva. That's another example, by the way. He actually did tshuva, and the tshuva was accepted. Remember, the Malachim didn't want to take an enemy. He was only doing tshuva because they uh, tied him to a metal horse and lit a fire underneath, and he was captured by the enemies. And he cried out to all the other gods, and nothing happened, obviously. And then he said, well, I'm going to cry out to Hashem. If this doesn't work, he's the same. So the Malachim was so angry, they didn't want to let him uh, let the tshuva through, and Hashem had to carve a, 
hold under the Kisya Kavit. Only so later potential Balachuva shouldn't say Manasha tried, it wasn't accepted, so why bother? But you see that uh, there is a concept, a hook by crook, the Chuva got in and he was not able to undo the damage. He tried, but it was so pervasive he himself wasn't able to undo the damage. Yoram Menavat was a very talented person. What would have been had he accepted Hashem's offer? It was a little easier then. Manasha was into heavier Avodazar than Yoram. Yoram made a mistake which he probably didn't even mean for Avodazar. The golden calves were meant as a symbol of the Shevet and it degenerated into Avodazar. Again, Rishchut Echutz and he made his own Mikdash. He did a lot of things wrong. Rishchut uh, Echutz, the series of Avera, Lamaisa, uh, that was easier to fix. They kept on going for many Darius on Yoram Benavot's Psach. And had he changed his Psach, then that probably would have helped. So, um... The tricky, tricky business. Again, Amachtiyas Arabim, Bechlal Ovenzem, Ma'akivs Arabim, Milasas Mitzvah. Not only do you get Arab to do Averis, he's Ma'akiv people doing a mitzvah. Let's say um, uh, he has a few friends and they're all ready to go and they're going to go do a chesed. And it's Labor Day. They say, Ah, what do you want to go do that for? It's such a goody goody. Why don't you stand with me and make a barbecue? That could happen. So they're about to go do a mitzvah and he's Ma'akiv them from doing this mitzvah. That's a serious, uh, serious thing, Akadei Kach, that Ema speak in Biyadu. Beis, Matas Chaber Medirch Tevel Arag, Amazes the Medirch, not only a Rab, but even a Yachid. Take somebody else off. And Amazes the Medirch is the classic example. He's trying to convince somebody to do a Vodazar, but it's not limited to that. Gimel, Araya Beno Yetz the Tarbiz Rav, Ena Macha Biyadu. This is a difficult one because it's not always possible, it's not always in the hands of the parents. Uh, the Rambam is talking about where it was when they were small. Which uh, every generation has a different age. When is the B'nai still B'shusai that you could do something about it? In America, some say the age is one. Uh, so it depends on, uh, you know, it's a very, very sad topic. It depends on when, uh, when the parents, Klapi Shamayagalia, really could have done something and they didn't. Uh, the key over here is the ability to rein them in. So he's uh, aiding and abetting. And the more common scenario, which you spoke about last Shabbos, is somebody has the ability to uh, help somebody do a mitzvah or be meichan or I can't tell you how many people have come over to me after I spoke about the talking. And they said, the things are quieter. And that you gave me the license to actually say something to my neighbor. People push it. Afraid, except for Tzvi, who's uh, the Gabbai. Gabbai's never afraid of anybody, but uh, <laughs> most people. But um, but it's it's a sad situation. Somebody knows his chiyuv, and he doesn't want it himself. He doesn't want his friend doing it. He doesn't want to speak up. But that's a natural condition. So a person could have and didn't. leaves them doing their avera, so he holds part of the responsibility. So that the Chaznish uses that as an excuse that a Tinnish and Ishba remains a Tinnish and Ishba. Gabi, all those dinim. Uh, he does not say, therefore, don't give to Chacha. That's often, I'm glad you brought that up. The Chaznish is often misquoted. Um, because the Gemara said that line about we live in a generation that doesn't know how to give to Chacha a long, long time ago. And the Shochanah brings down the dinim of Tachacha and Kaiser, Rebim Zabed, and all these, and the Ramam still says it. So it can't be the din is not on the books anymore. It means that uh, Lamaisa, if we probably didn't do a good job, so then they might still stay, retain the status of a Tinnish Nishba if they're totally gone. 
if you have a you have an FAB, even a Baal has been for many years and you give him, he knows what he's doing, you give him to a Chacha, it's hard to, hard to classify him as a Tinnish Mishpa. You'll say, it's a Lima Schus, the Gemara is a Lema I still don't give to a right. Maybe. But it doesn't, doesn't let us off the hook from trying. One of the most common misconceptions, even people without quoting that Gemara, they quote a different Gemara, which, by the way, appears in Hilchus Erev Yom That's the original Gemara is. The women had this funny minig, minig Isaias Gehenim in this case, uh, to do malach or eat, uh, eat and drink right until Shkia or then some Erev Yom Kippur. They weren't trying, they were from women. They weren't trying to violate Yom Kippur. They just didn't do the dinner to serve as Yom Kippur. They met, went mamish up to the, which to me is a big pellet because they didn't have clocks then when it got dark. It's a hard to roll out a sundial. So I don't exactly know, like, what were they thinking? Forget that the Seferis Gemara is making a, a, a big deal, as it should, about the Seferis Yom Kippur. It's, it's, it's a chiv derisa. I don't understand about the Suffolk, uh, Suffolk curries. How, how do you go, without a watch, how do you go up to Ben Hashanah? Just a kasha and a maisa. I don't understand what's going on there. Whatever the case, I think the answer is, is that the Seferis Yom Kippur is more than a minute or two. It's a big chunk. And they weren't going up to Shkia, but they weren't making the Seferis which would be a riot to those shittas by the Seferis Shabbos also. They can eat a chaticha roi l'schabit. So big machlekes, it ranges from a short minute to maybe 15, 20 minutes or longer. Um, so I think it's a riot that it was a longer chunk of time. Or else how can they be going up to, up to Shkia? Whatever the case may be, the Gemara brings down over there that the women think it's mutter, and they didn't, go, they didn't have official schooling, and mutter shishagin value mezidin, you shouldn't say anything, not to listen to you anyway. That's, that's one of the original cases in the Gemara, and it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. The Bir Allah over there says, that Mutav Shishagin brings from, uh, from earlier sources, that Mutav Shishagin only applies by either Durabonans or Doraises that aren't Perferish Bekra. But if it's a Ferish Apostolic, then you don't say Mutav Shishagin because they know it already. You're just trying to give them Musr. You're not being Mechadish anything to them. But now you're making them into a bigger Mezid. And unfortunately, Bismanazeh, that chilik does not exist. You have an average Tinish and Ishbun, an assimilated Jew in America. He doesn't look between a Farish Apostle, not a Pasik, a Drushas Chachamim, a Durabanon, a Divrei Kabbalah. So there's absolutely no chilik whatsoever. So that by them, everything is Mutav Shisha again if he's not going to listen. Uh, and here's the problem um, I think that the heter is overused. I think it's used when my famous example, you're standing at Pathmark. They still exist, they're still open for business. AMP? Anybody not bankrupt yet? Give me, give me a department store. Uh, what? AMP still around? Okay. So you're standing at AMP, and in front of you, a guy pulls out a credit card, puts a Purdue chicken on the thing. Guy swipes it, pulls out a credit card, Hyman Goldberg. And he's 80 something years old, so it's not that his father was a Goldberg and his mother was Luigi, or whatever her name was. Okay? A real bona fide Jew uh, with a thick European accent. So, um,. You're standing right behind them with your, uh, with your glock kosher chicken. What's the minig? We say good morning, smile, and have a good day. It's a little strange. You're seeing a Jew, Jaime Goldberg, buying a Purdue chicken? No attempt to, can I get you some uh, non-salted empire from the back? I'll pay the differential, something. Minig is not, it's a Shiloh why that's the minig. Because it could be he just born, assimilated, he doesn't know the difference. You offer him an empire, you pay for it. I'm not saying you have to pay for it every time. Yeah, a gesture me might be so impressed you're willing to pay me. Next time I'll try to like Empire. So it's definitely an to try, but I'm just trying to ask the many why people don't. So we assume we start off, the guy's going to start screaming, leave me alone, mind your own business. And, and, and if it's a 99.999% chance, not going to listen, you're making him into amazing, so then we say Mutushi Shogun. Quite often, certainly by front people, Mutushi Shogun is simply not true. It'll be uncomfortable. That's why people like Hyderabad and Hetter. 
you don't have to have, somebody else told me, you have to have rave. 51% or above, you're going to succeed. That's ridiculous. You never have a 51% chance you're going to succeed in any tochacha. I don't care who you're talking to. So I'll take a mira matzah, 10%. So we assume that by Hyman Goldberg, it's not even anywhere near 10%. So then we say muti shogun. But otherwise, if you hide behind that, you can undo the whole thing. You never have to do Why should I tell him to stop talking? Maybe he won't listen. Mutu shogun. The answer is over there. He knows it's also to talk. So it's not mutu shogun. But even if, it, even if we're shogun, if it's a chance you'll succeed, we don't say mutu shogun. So that's uh, overdone. That, that, that had there. Um, if anybody ever meets Hyman and actually buys some Empire Chicken and succeeds, let me know. I'd like to be able to uh, tell it over to the Elam. I think it has a chance, but I'm just trying to be miyash of the, uh, the minig. Again, let's go back to Dalad Va'aymer, last category of these four. Va'aymer Echte Va'ashuv. This is a very tricky one. I believe that most people who are from when they're doing an Avera, in their mind, they're probably thinking, I'm going to have to do tshuva for this later on. Yet the Gemara says, a person says, Hashem's not going to be says tshuva. That's pretty scary. So to tone it down a little bit, I, I hope, I think this is the pshat, the category of guys are Russia, he says, I'm going to do it and do tshuva later, is only where he actually either spells it out or actually thinks it through with a, with a final conviction. Most people are doing Avera if they're from... They were swept up in the moment. It was an act of passion. It was the type of thing they didn't think through. If they think it through that much, they probably wouldn't do the Avera. But if a guy, Mamish, says, uh, okay, I'm going to have to really buckle down in a few months by Yom Kippur, and he says, I'm going to do it now and then do tshuva later, that's a problem. The answer, which sounds like circular reasoning, is, okay, when it comes to do tshuva, he does tshuva on the fact that he said Echtev Okay, that's, uh, that's possible. Just that uh, they need to be undoing that entire category. Bez, mehem. We're in Peregavi, Allah Bez. Mehem, Chamisha, Dvarm, Anoyalim, Darkia, Chuva, Bnei, Oseim. Then there are five things. Notice the different Lushan over here. The first one is Makvin, it's a Chuva, it's a little starker. Anoyalim, Darkia, Chuva means the Darkia, Chuva, a little bit tied, locked down, so to speak. It's, it's hard, it's still very difficult. Anything's possible. And we'll see right now why logistically a lot of this is very difficult to do Chuva. Elohim, Aleph. A perish min hatziber. Person doesn't partake in the activities of the tziber. Uh, they're doing, they're having asifas, and they're doing tshuva together. They're having tehillim groups, and they're having shirim. And a person is not doing any averis per se, just not participating. A person like that, it doesn't hold himself as part of the tziber. Will never be encouraged by peer pressure and by the movement of what the tziber is doing to be able to have the cheshek to do tshuva. And it's certainly true. The more person is in shul, uh, the more pressure there is in a positive way to do the right thing. Uh, if you're in shul and somebody's going around with a pushka, they're having appeals, or they're, they're saying to Hillam, you're going to dive in better. One of the mailas of Tefillah Betzibur. He's not going to have the schusim of the tzibur, and uh, we, we spoke yesterday. The Ramam says that the Aserah uh, Tzibur is a special time to have your tzibur accepted. And Tefillah Tzibur is a special time all year round to have your Tzibur except you put both together, you're in good shape. But the Kayach Tzibur itself is a uh, propellant, so to speak, for the Tzibur to reach their, uh, their intended source. Beis, HaChelik Al-Divri Chachamim. A person doesn't take Chazal completely seriously, and he thinks he's a Baal Dover to be Chelik. I uh, said over once that the person who argues on anything before Chasim Satamid, Anything before Avinu Avashi, 
is an apicarius, because Ravina Vashi held the convention of all the Chacham of the time, and they had a din of a and whatever the Roy was, whatever's Paskin, the Mara's Paskin, then a person argues on that as the din like a Zakim Marmory. If he doesn't have to learn, he's not a Zakim Marmory, he's just Tama, an apicarius. person who argues on anybody after Chasim Satamid, started from the Gainim, the Rishainim, Rashi, the Rambam. So he's not automatically an apicarius, he's a Shaita. It's usually those guys who are arguing the Rambam Papi and Apicaris also for other reasons, but it doesn't make them into an Apicaris. Here, a Chalak Chachamim doesn't only mean before Chasim Satamad. Then he's an Apicaris. He's got bigger problems. Chalak Chachamim is that the Chachamim is still giving over Psak, Rishayim, Achrayim, still interpreting what's going on, and, uh, and he thinks he knows better. He says, We, we Paskin based on Raif, it's Machalak, him and his friend against Ramesha, two against one. So you got to know when you count numbers who's talking. So the Ramah continues in base Lafi, Shamachlika Sai, Garemis Lo Lifish may have any adeshuva. And the more he argues, the more he's not gonna get along with them, and then uh, he's not gonna get the drach he needs. Similarly, Gimel, Amalik, Allah Mitzvah, Shakivan, Shinis Bazu Bainov, any mitzvah, the Raisa, the Rabbanon, even Minhagim. If they're Bazi Bainov, and a Raidavacharam Vlaisan, even if he does it once in a while, because he's a member of the community, but he's not going to run after them. If he doesn't run after mitzvahs, he's not going to uh, get all of them. The, um, we know our pianister, all the mitzvahs are connected, chalik of the Ramach Evarm, Shasa Gidim, which are connected, not the physical Evarm Gidim, but connected a chalik of that neshama, which is why the Chavaz Chaim, uh, he specifies this uh, in many places. Lashon Hara is so evil because Lashon Hara affects all the all the Avarm. And Mela affects all the all the halakam of the Nishama. And the flip side, that's by Averis. And the flip side by a mitzvah, Zaira is a concept that a person should try to do every single mitzvah once in his lifetime. Most of them we have to do all the time. But even a mitzvah that doesn't you don't come across. That's why some people run after Shalul Hakan, which we did in your house a couple of years ago. How many more lately? Well, that was like five years ago, no? Six years ago? Uh, so Oh, really? Okay. You know, you're sending too many people to them. So there's no chiyuv, Pashas, to do Shluchakan because uh, Shluchakan is a key curry. You come across it, you do it. So why is it there's a many people up to it? The answer is this in Yanapikabola. To run after mitzvahs in general, and specifically mitzvahs that are hard to come by, do once in your life. Again, it's not a chiyuv, but there's an Indian. person who feels any mitzvahs, ah, it's not, you know, it's, again, it's a sign of kfir usually. But even if it's not a kfir, he's just not taking it as seriously as he should. He's going to be missing a chalik of that uh, tikkun for his neshama. Dalit, similarly, a mavaza rabaisav, even on an individual level, even not mavaza, what they're, what they're saying in terms of the lacha. Shadav is a garimlo, ladachva, latarda kegechazi. Gechazi, as you know, was a, um, was a shamas. You know, gabayim come in different flavors. You have the good gabay that cooperates. Uh, we already picked on him one time in the shares, so I won't mention names. Uh, he doesn't like when I, when I call on him. He's very humble. Uh, and then you have sometimes situations. Uh, Gechazi was, uh, was a Navi Elisha's Gabai. And he was not up to snuff. He, uh, he had different issues. Um, the, the issue we find in Navi is that he was a little bit money hungry. And when he um, told Naman to give him some money, and there was a Chil Hashem, and then he got cursed with Saras. Uh, so he was pushed away, but the Ram says that's not what we're talking about over here. The ultimate reason he's pushed away is because he wasn't machshev his his rebbe, and he was mavaz's rebbe a little bit. Gemara says he used to he used to sit outside of Shear and he used to go outside and try to say he was a troublemaker. And his rebbe finally pushed him away. 
And it's interesting. Um, the copy of the Ramam you have, what do you have after Gechazi? Yeah, because uh, they don't have it in this one. Well, what is it? You don't have it on yours? You have it in the copy? No, but I think I copied in your copy, Tzaltik. What do you have after Gechazi? Oh, this is the regular you have in yours? Also not? Yeah, I, I, I think there's a Ramam that has, um, that has uh, Yashka in here. Yeah, okay. So the uh, Yashka was taken out of most of the Ramams. Baruch Hashem, we live in a free society. It was put back. It's interesting. Ram put it in. Something like that. He was a Talmud of one of them was a Talmud of Rabbi Shuvah Prachia, and um, and he came uh, to an inn with the yeshiva. They were on an overnight somewhere. I assume, assure you, they weren't camping, wherever they were traveling. And uh, what? Maybe. Well, you usually don't go to an inn when you run away, but maybe. You know, they shot put it in, and Yashka made a comment how beautiful the innkeeper was. It's amazing that it's gotten no Adaris. If a Talmud said that today in yeshiva, he'd be severely reprimanded, but he probably wouldn't be thrown out of the yeshiva. He was thrown out, and he never looked back. <laughs> that was it. Because if you're in Tana school, to be a Tana, and he uh, says, like that, that's like way over. Yeah. Right, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is, yes, I remember saying that, yeah. Yes, he could twist the Rebbe's words, yeah, I mean, that's even worse, okay, okay, but still, I, even with that, I don't think we'd throw somebody out today, because we have different standards, because Baruch Hashem today, everybody has a right to go to yeshiva, we're not training the elite in, uh, in, in, in Tana school. I, I'm not saying Yeshua was anywhere near being a Tana, but if he was already, even in the Dalamas of somebody like that, that means that at least he had a head on his shoulders. So that's, um, you know... Anyway, so that's not in this Ram Mom because it was taken out. Yeah. Oh, they made up. When you make up a religion a few hundred years later, you're bound to get a lot of the dates wrong. And I'm not saying that's why I made the comment. Uh, there were probably more than one Yeshu. Like the Gemara Sanhedrin, the part that was censored speaks it out, talks about the Yeshu with, with disciples and all that. Uh, we don't know which one that was. We don't really care, to tell you the truth. Uh, and we don't really care which one they made up because they made up the whole thing many, many centuries later. Can you imagine making up history? Centuries later, without modern technology, you know, today you have it videotaped, at least you can try to figure out who, neither me or Then they were mamish, there was a stab in the dark, which is, um, at she taught some of the rest of the religion. When you want to make up stories about a pregnant lady who claims she wasn't Mazana, and you make up a whole story, so that's a, that's a good story if you want to try to exonerate somebody. Uh, but uh, but it's Lavdafka that was one. Uh, yeah, but still, if somebody's pregnant, it's, it's probably better to tell the truth that there was a human being involved rather than make up some sort of story. Uh, whether she's on a purpose or not, I don't even know who she was, and, uh, you know, it's probably irrelevant to us. But, um, you know, if she was, uh, if she was, if somebody was ma'anas her, uh, then she's not an Asha's Kayan, she could stay married, and if she is, uh, she can't, and it's not her fault. But again, uh, I don't know if we have any chiv to be down the Kasuchus, I don't even know who she was, and, uh, and who knows which part of that story was made up. But just the whole thing is, um, certainly if you hear a story like that, you know somebody's trying to cover up something. That's, uh, that's the problem. Hey, Hasani es hatachachas. Person who generally doesn't like getting musr, which is a human condition. Um, but look, all the people sitting in this room, you know, we're doing Hachshuva, you came to share anyway, so obviously you guys love Musa. And um, that doesn't mean the people that aren't sitting here don't, but it's a, it's a common thing who likes to uh, hear Musa, Sharei. But he, this guy is not talking about a guy who doesn't love to hear Musa. It's a Saini Esat a guy who really hates it. Sharei la'aniyach la'derach tshuva. 
Because enough times people are going to try, and if they don't get through, they're going to leave him alone, and then he's left to his own devices. If a person is basically from, and the Maisi gets the Musa, and they embarrass him, he's going to be moved, hopefully. gave heavy duty Musa. Some people didn't like it. It helped and the Nevi'im did this all day. Being a Navi was not a fun job, and sometimes it was downright dangerous. But the people who got violent were the peanut gallery. Most of the Yisrael were macabre, not enough to avert the Chorban, but the Maisa. Uh, nobody loved it, but most people accepted it. She uh, has to start off all of him. The Chazal say that if he's uh, too beloved every single time, he's probably not giving enough musr. But he has to be in general ahuv. She machich the rab machzir b'tshuva v'zesh shasanius atachachos. And this guy who can't stand it will do an about face. And a bala machich v'la shamei advar l'vicha yamid b'chatesav sheim be'enav tayvim. And he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. The Rambam continues. Let's see one more to discuss another list of five where the person can't really do tshuva well because the averis are and when he's doing these averis, he himself, even if he wants to fix it up, doesn't really know who to reach. And in this list is, I'll just read it quickly, um, I won't be able to read it inside, but he has a chedek maganov, because you don't know where he took it from. You have a person who stole from a lot of people. Go figure out how to return it. And the Chavetz Chaim brings down. What's from Chazal? If you steal from a rabbi, you should make a well in town because everybody drinks in the well and you pay everybody back. That's hard to do nowadays. You could, what are you going to do? Pay O&R? It's a private organization. Like, well, yeah, everybody's using electricity. Everybody's using, it's very hard to figure out how to pay that back. Some people say give to the mikvah. Not everybody uses the same mikvah. Yeah, we have a centralized one the women are using. It's a very hard thing to figure out. Uh, you give to Tanche Shabbos. That's not, that's not supporting everybody. It's very hard to figure out how to pay back when you steal from a rabbin. It's Kadai to avoid it. Uh, but we're out of time. And Mitzvah Shem will, uh, I guess, continue next year. Shimmy.